Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. And the program is Kino Kiss Spiritual and Body Series. We are on a topic, is blasphemy against the Holy Ghost applicable today. 
began last week, and um, will be. Uh, I'm going to be uh, continuing with it today. So I hope we are doing great. And, and how is your spirit? How is your soul? And how is your body? Hope we are trying all our best, working with the Lord, asking Him to lead us, asking Him to teach us. And staying with him. Hallelujah. And I just want to tell you that uh, today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. So by the grace of God, we are always here every Wednesday from calling. Use this number, please. 646 Again, this is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And the program is Kingdom Keys Spiritual and Body Series. Hallelujah. So we're just going to start right away. And we just just want to ask you to please join with us, play with us, pray for us as well, even as we pray together in Christ Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless you, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. We worship you, God. There's none like you. You are awesome. You are glorious. We thank you. You are beautiful. You are such a marvelous God. We worship you today. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that is with us today. You dwell with us, Spirit of living God. We are asking that you will lead us Teach us and mold us in the way that you want us to, and help us to be a true Christian, a Christian that do what you want us to do in the name of Jesus. And we cancel every spirit that is not of God, every spirit that is not Holy Ghost, that is not Holy Spirit, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. We worship you. We glorify your name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, last week, I began with this. And um, it's a kind of a change today. It's blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Still applicable today. It's a very important question. To ask. Maybe you have asked it, ask it. Maybe you have asked yourself. Maybe other people have called call in and asked you. Maybe in various ministry, wherever you are, maybe your home, uh, church settings, um, organizations. Somebody may have asked you this kind of topic blasphemy, the Holy Spirit. You will find this kind of question, uh, I mean, this kind of uh, uh, test in Matthew chapter 12 from 31 to 32, okay? And in the book of Mark chapter 3 from 22 to 27, and Luke 
chapter 11 from verse 14 to 23. Okay? Last week, I kind of used the main text as Mark chapter 3 from 22 to 27. Okay? And we spoke in, in, in depth about the meaning of blasphemy and blaspheme, how uh, we kind of use it. Okay? So, I encourage you to check that out. That's for last week. But today, let's begin with Matthew chapter 12. Okay? And uh, it's going to be from 31 to 32. But I want to start uh, up from 22. Okay? From 22. That way, we are able to flow in. Okay? and uh, being able to understand what he was saying and in what and in, in one in what context was he saying uh, uh or making that statement is blasphemy uh will be forgiving or not forgiving okay so again we are going to read from Matthew chapter 12 from verse 22 to 37 Okay, so let's read all and be and let's try to understand what he's saying. Okay, mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Father, we give you praise. Now let's read. I hope you are there. Okay, now I read. I'm going to read from New King James Version. Okay, sometimes I also read from uh, King James Version, kind of crisscross. Okay, read here and there. Use other Bible as well. Okay. Very important for understanding. Okay, you're able to understand um, what it means. You know, two hairs is better than one hair, right? The more we have many uh, contribution, we're able to see. Oh, this is what he's saying. You see, so being rigid and staying in one uh, test, you may not be able to understand fully. You see, because in, in in the language it was written originally, it's not the same language we are using today. So we we may not be able to understand fully what that test may mean. So, but when we continue to use translations and use other means to begin to understand, uh, dig deep, then you will be able to understand fully. Passage is saying, Hallelujah. So I'm going to read right away. Then one was brought to him, that is to Jesus Christ, who was demon-possessed, blind, and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw. Hallelujah. Verse 23, And all the multitudes, multitudes were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Verse 24, Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by what? Bezabel, the ruler of the demons. Verse 25. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to what? Desolation. And every city and house divided against itself will not stand. Verse 26. And if Satan cast out Satan, 
he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Bezebub, by whom do you do your sons cast them out? It's a question. Therefore, they shall be your judges. Verse 29. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Verse 29. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and find out his goods? Unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. Verse 30, he who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Amen. Verse 33, therefore I say to you, every sin and every blasphemy will be forgiven, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Verse 32. Anyone who speaks the word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But when, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Verse 33. Either make this tree good and its fruit good, or else makes the tree bad and eat fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Verse 34, Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. Verse 36, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your word you will be justified, and by your word you will be condemned. Hallelujah. Isn't that very beautiful, awesome words of the Lord? It's amazing. So we see here that they brought somebody who was sick and he was healed. Okay, and he was healed. And they concluded that this must have been from a different means or through a different means. And that means it's through Satan. And they call the, the, the name of the Satan, Bezalel, the ruler of the demons. Okay, so they were amazed. Said, "Could this be what the son of David?" Okay, and they begin to make some uh, uh, conclusion. They were making some deductions in their heart. You see, look at what the Lord said here, verse twenty-five. But Jesus knew their thought, so they may not have uttered those words they were saying, but Jesus knew instantly what they were thinking in their heart. They were thinking, could this be the son of David? So they were thinking that he had cast out the blind and mute spirit with Satan because they have 
they, they, they've, they've concluded that this can never be by ordinary means except by Satan. And it is only Satan that will be able to cast out this spirit. But you see here that Jesus knew their thought and he concluded that they had blasphemed against the Spirit of God. And he began to talk about blasphemy against the Spirit of God, whether pardonable or not pardonable, whether forgiving or not forgiving. Okay? Now, and that is kind of where I landed last week. So let's continue from there. You know, blasphemy or blasphemer is a Greek word that means blasphemy, that means evil speaking, vilification, vilification. And vilification, that is to vilify, and to vilify is uh, of many types. We vilify if we abuse, if, if we somebody, we vilify if we uh, uh, backbite, you see, if, if we backbite, uh, calumny, uh, campaign of calumny, uh, uh, defamation, right, we slander, right, uh, if we cause profanity, right, um, um, mm, um, um, uh, uh, defamation, right, defamation, uh, to smear, right, to denounce, denunciation, right, uh, reprobation, right, to accuse, right. So, so many, uh, and, um, uh, to detract, right, to, to insult, and so on and so forth. So you might see uh, many or so many of them. So you will see that uh, they were involved in this kind of behavior. So now you 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 see that you see that in, in verse thirty two, uh, in verse thirty two, he said, "Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven, but this blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven." Verse thirty two says. Verse thirty two says. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven. But he who speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the Hallelujah. So you see here, it said, but whoever speaks against, so you see here, speaking. And you know what I've talked about, vilification, evil speaking. That is what blasphemy means, evil speaking, railing, right? And, and, and he kind of explained for us here what blasphemy means, speaking against 
So if you are speaking against, it means you are not, we are not speaking we are not speaking good or we are not speaking well, right? It it means evil speaking, right? Uh, we are not appreciating. We are not talking well, talking good. We are blaming, complaining, right? Speaking against. We are not uh, um, approving presence, approving um so many things like that, right? And he said, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Okay. Now, we see that Jesus was, when we, 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 we see that there are so many evil speaking, right, that we, we do. We may not have done it, just we, we say this is Holy Spirit, we, we do that to him. We have, many of us don't even know, right? Uh-huh. So, like, us, uh, like when you, when you, um, when you see this kind of statement, what many people will begin to see, think about, that oh the statement was made when Jesus was here. The statement was made when Jesus was here. You see? But uh but it is very clear that that statement was made when Jesus was here on earth. That that is understandable. Right, but we have failed to understand that it doesn't really matter, right? Whether he was here, whether he was here at that time, or whether he's not here now, but what matters is the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit here or not? Holy Spirit was there, right? The difference at that time was he was with them. But now, it's in us. It dwells in us. So we begin to understand like that. It doesn't really matter. Uh, look at what he said. He said, in this world or in the world to come. So he didn't say, well, when I will not be here, then, or when I would, when, when I, I would be here. So to use that to say, oh, he made that statement when he was not here, so when he's, when he's not here, it's not applicable. That's dangerous. Okay? Very, very dangerous. So you are saying the Holy Spirit only works when the Spirit, when Jesus Christ is here. You see, he's seated at the right hand of God. He's performed all jobs. He died, redeemed you and me. We are saved. Still works. By will, by the Spirit of the Living God, the Holy Ghost. See, Hallelujah. So it is evident that when he, uh, when they they said it, right, it was a unique nature. Christ was physically present, performing miracles through the Holy Spirit power, to testify that he was the Messiah. 
Yeah. But it's not with us today in a physical nature. Question that we run in our heart, in our mind, is that how then does blasphemy of the Holy of the Holy Spirit occur? But the work of the Holy Spirit is still the same. It's still the same. One of the work of the Holy Spirit is um, is um, <clears throat> very clear that he's here to to witness cleanse of to testify to speak of Jesus Christ to speak of Jesus Christ and to show us all things to make us remember all things that the Lord has taught us, spoke to us, want us to do, to remember, to speak of Jesus Christ and to show the world that the world needs his forgiveness. Hallelujah. So it does not really matter whether he's here or not. You see? So, Blasphemy, when we speak against the Holy Spirit, that you, we see that in verse 25. It's uh, uh, the thought in our heart, in our mind. You see? So when you also go down, when you go after, after verse 32, you see how he began to talk about good fruits, good tree. Bad fruit, bad tree, okay? So it's very, very uh, it's interesting for us to know the nature of our heart. Hallelujah. So let's go on. John, John chapter 15, 26, and John 14, verse 26, okay? Let's go to John. John chapter 15, okay, verse uh, 26, okay. But when the, when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning, you see. The Spirit of God will come and we testify of him. And the disciples, they were with them. They would bear witness, right, of him. Because they were there from the beginning. They will be able to say uh, one of few things, like Peter did, right? So, okay, the works of the Spirit of God, okay, now, 14, verse 26. 14, verse 26. Okay. Now, 14, verse 26 says, But the helper, uh, let's start from 25. Things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, when whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all things that are said to you. So he will what? 
teach us, bring what to remembrance. Very, very important. And if we don't have it, we lose we lose it. So and uh, Satan takes over. Hallelujah. Okay. Isn't that amazing that the the scribes and the people who were accusing him, they kind of understand a little bit because if we don't have Holy Spirit, the Satan take over. The Satan begins to perform his job, begins to uh, do what we ask the the Spirit of God to have done. Satan will begin to do it. Satan will take over. You know, Satan also has his own counterfeit. Satan also performs his miracle, right? You saw it those days when Moses was uh, trying to take his people to the promised land. How they were also, <clears throat> excuse me, why he was using the rod and they were also performing, their, the, the, the Egyptians were also performing their own miracle with the rod. And it's widespread today. There are so many people doing all sorts of stuff, miracles and all, but you have, we have to be very, very careful what is going on, what they are using, by what nature, by what means. You understand what I'm saying? So, in a way, they were on target, but this is Jesus Christ standing. So, they did not understand that in his own case, the power that he was using is by the power of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God that is resident in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that amazing? Very amazing. Hallelujah. Now, let's go now to John chapter 16. Let's try and see what is going on there. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Okay. The work of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm -hmm. John chapter 16. Okay. Now I read. But now I go away to him who sent me. I'm reading from uh, verse 5, okay? But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has what? Save your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, like verse 9. Now, it's trying to explain what is of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Okay? Now, verse 9. He said, of sin, because they do not believe in me. Verse 10, of righteousness, because I do, because I go to my father, and you see me no more. 11, that is verse 11. 
of judgment because the ruler of this world is judge. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Okay. He uh, uh, throw out some phrases and he explain it by itself. See, sometimes he understand that we don't know, so he has give some explanation in some places, and in some places he wants you to dig deep and be able to uh, understand. Now I like to read this in uh, King James version. Okay, let's read it in King James version. 16, okay? Uh, John chapter 16, verse 5. I read. He said, But now I go my way to him that sent me. For none of you ask, ask me. Whither goest thou? Verse 6. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. You see, you notice where when I read it on the other side, on, on the New King James Version, it was the helper. Okay? It was the helper. And and, and comforter is a Greek word, parakletos, which means to advocate. Right? To advocate. Uh, Hepa, okay. Hallelujah. He said, "We not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you." Verse eight. And when he is come, he will reprove. Remember in the uh, in in the other verse, in the, when I first read it on the other translation, it was uh, the reproof was to convict. A Greek word that means to confute, to admonish, to uh, actually convict, right? Um, and convict means to convince, you know, to convince somebody to reprove. You see, so the Holy Spirit will demonstrate the truth of Christ. You see, beyond the fear of contradiction. You know, when we are, when we when we come to Him. We 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 did not come by our own power and you know, by our own strength. It, it is the spirit of God that comes into our heart, sensing the love of God, sensing a relationship coming, sensing that oh, the Lord loves me, the Lord talked about me, the Lord knows what's going on with me. Uh, I I am I, I have no any other body, but He is here. And he's, he's here to help me. I have lost all things, so he's here, and he loves me, and this is somebody who loves me, died for me. He wants to take care of me. He wants to save me. You know, it's the Spirit of God doing that. Spirit of God will convince us. He will draw us to Jesus Christ, and he will touch our hearts, bring us to him. Slowly, slowly, right? We begin to see the love of God sensing. See, then we come to Him. Then we come to Him and say, "Yes, I want to receive You. I want You into my heart." 
I want you to be my savior. I want you to be my daddy. I want you to be my deliverer. I want you to be my redeemer. I want you to be my protector. And on and on and on. And he receives us to himself. And we are saved. See, the works of the Spirit of God is so awesome, so powerful. See, so he will convince us. See, he's not going there to begin to accuse us or beat us up. Mm -hmm. He, He will touch our heart. You yourself begin to sense the love of God. Uh, in, in some of us, we start to cry. Some of us, we start to be happy, joyful of the blessing, of the marvelous work that you're doing in the, in the people of God, in our hearts, around the world. See? And we are changed. You see? So it, it will touch our hearts. See? So he will re- re- remove the stony heart and he will put a new heart in us, a heart that is soft, a heart that is yearning for the Spirit of God, a heart that is yearning for the love of God, a heart that is yearning for the power and the Spirit of the Holy Ghost and the sense of the power of the urgency of us to do good in the presence of God. He touch us. He will convince us. He will uh, reprove us. And it is the Holy Spirit that touches uh, our brothers who are not say unbelievers through believers when we go and witness about Jesus Christ. So we go out there. It is the Spirit of God doing. We are not doing it by our own what. Neither are we doing it by what? Our spirit. But it is the Spirit of God that leads us out, that goes out, right? You know, when he sent them out two by two, he didn't go out with them physically. So he blessed them. And at that time, the Spirit of God was not dwelling in them, but he was abiding in them. So spiritually, he was with them in the Spirit. He was then what? In the Spirit. And it was the Spirit that does does work in them. Hallelujah. Shall I just join us? This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And the program is Kingdom Spirit Soul and Body Series. And we are on a topic is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. See, applicable today. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Hmm? Very, very amazing. See? So when we when we believers are out, we become what? The mouthpiece of the God's voice. We become what? The outstretched hands of the Spirit of God, we are able to reach out to whoever he has asked us to reach out to. He will, he will show us the way. He will teach us how to talk. He will say, okay, now move. Then we move. Then he will say, now, okay, stay. We stay. Now he will say, okay, now 
talk, we talk. When we begin to operate like that, we honor him, we respect him, we bless him, we don't blaspheme him. We obey him, say, speak, speak, we move, and we move, and we talk, we talk. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that amazing if we can operate at that level? Hmm? It's so awesome. Because deliverance are what? The mouthpiece of God's voice. We are what? The mouthpiece of what? God's voice. When we speak, he, he, he speaks through us. Right? We, we speak is the Spirit of God going out. Because the Spirit of God dwells in our heart because we have received him. When we receive him, we are no more the same again. We are a brand new creator. So we are now carrying the Spirit of God. We are now carrying God. When we go, we carry God. And when we speak, God comes out in us by the power of what? The Holy Spirit. What does that mean? It means we have to be very careful what we say. We have to be very careful what we think about. We have to be very careful about our action, our deeds, and everything that we do. Very, very important in our life and in the life of our brother. Because the 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 happiness of our brother, our sister, depends on how we view them and how we relate to them. It's not about us, but it's about them. Hallelujah. So the content of the witness that the Spirit reinforces includes truth about sin, about righteousness, and about what? Judgment. So the, the 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 witness that the Holy Spirit will be very interested in will be about the sin, about righteousness, about judgment. Okay, so you see, <clears throat> you see, the coming of the Holy Spirit will be more profitable to believers than even the physical presence of of Christ. See, since the Spirit could dwell in all believers at the same time. So it is no more profitable for us now than it was at that time because he has to be at one location. Except when he prays for you and say, go out, then he release the Spirit of God to go with them, to witness, to uh, touch people to pray for them and do all kinds of miracles. They came back. See? So he released the Spirit of God and it abides with them. And they go. It bless them. They went. Okay? Very, very important in our lives. Hallelujah. See, I've seen, see, note the, the, uh, uh, the the the, the meaning of sin, okay. Um, let's see here, okay. Uh, that is uh, verse uh, verse nine, okay. 
verse 9. Okay? And the Greek word for sin is hamatia. Uh, it uh, essentially uh, a, a, um, an offense. Okay? O- offense. Okay? Hallelujah. <clears throat> Offense, right? Okay. And when you also, um, and when you also check uh, what meaning for sins, okay, you know, there's a difference between sin and sins. I mean, <laughs> same difference. There is, uh, uh, there is a sin and there is a uh, Things right and things, and uh, in 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 the Greek meaning, uh, it's also hamatia. It's also offense. Okay, let let me go back again. Sin. Okay, that is singular. It, in the Greek word, it's hamatia. It is offense, right? Now sins. Plural, right? It's the same. Hamatia in the Greek world, and it's also offense. So in the Greek world, there's not really uh, a difference between sin and sins. Okay. So we went. Therefore, what what do we now say? So you know, when we look at the 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 reason why he came, he delivered us from all kinds of sins, right? All kinds of, uh, uh, you know, you know all the sins that we have, right? Many, uh, fornication, adultery, gluttony, pride, and all that sins, right? He paid the full price, right? He, he The payment was or the payment was made. The payment has been made. And the payment will be what? Was made. Right? And when you look at uh first first John, okay? Let's go to first John. Okay. Hallelujah. <clears throat> first John chapter one. Okay. Let's check uh let's check. First uh, John chapter one, okay. Uh, chapter two, okay. Now, so I read from from New King James Version, chapter one. Ah, uh, let's let's read from uh, King James, okay. Let's go there. I hope you are there. First John is towards uh, after Peter, okay. Chapter one, chapter two, actually. Uh, okay. Now we we read from uh, verse one. First John chapter two, from verse one. It says, "My little children, these things ye see not." Okay, that what ye see not. Okay. That is to err, to offend, to sin, to trans, to trans, to trans, uh, trans uh, trespass. <laughs> You see not, and if any man sin, 
we have an advocate with what? The Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Now, verse, verse 2 is what I'm trying to see. And he is the propitiation for our sins. You see? The propitiation for what? For our sins. And the sins is plural. And that is Habatia, offense, right? And not for, for, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The whole world. See, he did it already. See, for the sins of what? The whole world. Hallelujah. Not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? See, so, um, so he did all that. So now, what we can safely say that he did all this and he will reprove us of sin if we do not what? Accept him. If we do not what? Accept him. If he made the full payment, right? So, so the reception of the full pardon is the only cure for disease of the sin that we have today. So if we do not receive him, we sin. We sin. Spirit of God, we don't what? Forgive us. That it means we reject, we reject um, the Father, we reject him, and the Spirit of God come to witness to us, to convince us, to uh, reprove us, and yet we don't appreciate the love of God, the essence of the full payment that Christ has made, then we are done. Hallelujah. Okay. So of righteousness, you see, after Christ's departure, the Holy Spirit will convince the world of the nature of righteousness and the need for what? Righteousness. You see, Jesus' walk on the, on the cross was completely righteous. So this is a demonstration by the Father's emptying of the tomb. And that signifies the, the satisfaction with the righteous payment has been made. And it's a sentence of Christ into his Father's presence. Hallelujah. And of judgment, Satan, the ruler of the world, rules in the hearts of what? All believers. Unbelieving people. People who have not given their heart to him, people who have not yearned to him, people who have refused him. You see, Satan, the ruler of the world, rules in the heart of all regenerated people and blinds their minds. So it is our prayer that we will not be blind. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. Now, Satan was judged at the cross, and the Holy Spirit would convince people of the judgment to come. Satan has been judged, so all who side with him will be judged with him. There's no room for neutrality. The person is either a child of God or a child of the devil. Either a child of God or what? A child of what? The devil. There's no sitting on the fence. There's no room for what? Neutrality. We are either for him or for Satan. And the people of the world, they knew this, that there is Satan walk. Just like we have the works of the Holy Spirit, there's also the works of the counterfeit create Satan, the devil. There's also the works of what? The devil. And, and we don't want that. We don't want that to uh, to reign in our mortal body. This earthly vessel. We want the Spirit of God to dwell in us. And the Spirit of God to lead us. We want the Spirit of God to die, to guide us. We want the Spirit of God to do mighty things, to bless us, to use us for his workmanship, which he has prepared beforehand, to use us for his glory, to use us for to dominate the world. The ultimate aim for us at the beginning was to be in, in dominion over the things that he has created. Yeah, to be in charge of everything that he has created. Not for it's not for us to be afraid of anything. Not for us to be seeking for things we already prepared for us. All things were given to us. See? But it was Satan's idea to lure us as always it's a liar. It's always a liar to lie to us, to to choose a different, <laughs> a contrary, uh, uh, going contrary to the Spirit of God. It's always luring, uh, trick us. You see, and many times we fall into his tricks. Remember, uh, uh, after Jesus was led by the Spirit of God, Go and uh, fast for 40 days and 49. He, 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 trying to trick him, trying to lure him to all sorts of plans. Oh, bow for me, I will give you the kingdom. Oh, you are hungry. Hmm? So, why don't you eat this food? Hmm? Can you imagine that? You know he's hungry. Now you are trying to trick him with food. Hmm? Of course, he's hungry, but he does not want your food. Hmm? So we must be very, very careful. Very, very careful. And in doing that, what do we need? We need the Spirit of God to help us. We cannot do it by our strength. Neither can we do it by our spirit. But it is the Spirit of God that will teach us. We are able to think. We are able to rightly devise and say, no, this is not 
we are able to delay, we are able to see the truth, we are able to uh, not fall into uh, the sinful nature. Very important. We are able to see righteousness. We are able to offer right, uh, a true judgment. Hmm? We are able to see the truth. Hmm? Hallelujah. And when we operate this way, we, we glorify the Spirit of God. We are true witness of Him. Hmm? We become true witness of Him. You see? Because the Spirit of God is giving us an example to, to uh, of what? To convict, to reprove, to go out there. You see? So we be able to help and be able to be a helper. You see? And we become what? His own tools for his work. Very important in this day and age. So our job is to be a true witness. Our job is to be an outstretched hands. Our job is to be able to be a mouthpiece of the Spirit of God, a voice, a true voice of the Spirit of God. So our times have come to an end. So we will continue from here next week as the Lord lives. I just want to encourage you to stay with him and ask him to teach you, ask him to come into your life, ask him to fill you, ask him to use you, ask him for his mercy. Receive his mercy. He's already given. Receive his love. It's already given. And receive his protection. It's already given. In the grace, by faith, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you. Glorify your name in the mighty name of Jesus. You are so good. It's not like you. To come in our sick before you, we worship you. To come in that that is sick before you right now, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. God bless you. God richly touch you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Not anymore, Jesus.